0: (laughs) hey everyone i'm your host lenise and welcome to soulful this is a space that'll help you unfold the tools within you to align with your highest self through shared experience because at the end of this journey unique to oneself we are all interconnected we are one the dark night of the soul is an extremely difficult and painful period in a person's life I've previously described this as the chaos of one's spiritual awakening but when this pain lingers cycles back around, a lot of the time, it's because of karmic cycles. Going into the new year, I would like for us to end some cycles, if possible. These things are so much easier said than done, I know but to just give you this awareness to just encourage, or maybe even inspire one to identify these things, to get through these cycles a little bit easier, quicker, if possible makes my heart whole. So, What is a cycle anyway? Well, let's go back to preschool education (laughs) and think about a circle. Okay. It's basically like a hamster wheel. (laughs) A karmic cycle consists of genetics. In genetics is repetition. Repetition of our actions. How we deal with the pain and cope with it when it arises. And this has nothing to do, there's no fault here or blame on any parental roles. Because again, it's genetic. Runs through our blood. And we're in a different period of time now as a collective, where we can begin to spread this unspoken piece of wisdom (laughs) to end these cycles for our lives and for our children's lives, for our children's children so on and so forth. So in Buddhism, karma is an accumulation of a person's action in this and previous states of existence. So this decides the fate of future existences for souls, for selves. So if you don't believe in past lives or reincarnation, what this is basically saying is that in different stages of our life, we accumulate. We accumulate different um, energies based off of the actions that we make and when we start to pick up on the same energies could even be the same period of time from one year to the next that's when we have a karmic cycle and it's important to break those so that we can grow within ourselves So how do we break a karmic cycle? (laughs) Again, easier said than done. How do we just do that? Well first, I was listening to a teaching by Sadhguru. If you haven't heard of him, he has an amazing book called Inner Engineering that I'm in the middle of reading right now, so definitely check it out. But I was listening to a teaching from Sakura, and he described breaking these um, genetic karmic cycles by freeing yourself from the mental game of trying to identify in the midst of your cycle, like what it is, like what what you're doing, why you're doing, just. Free yourself of that, because in existence, there's no real grasp on logic when it comes to existence. Can you define what existence is? Exactly what is existence? More than just living and being here, what is it? It doesn't fit into logic. It just doesn't. Why does one man who's, you know, lived his life out murdering innocent people die a peaceful death and, you know, a woman who volunteers every week for her church and, you know, donates all the time get murdered, die a slow and painful death? Where's the logic in that? there is no logic in existence. So the point of the point of what I mean by this is um, that we are meant to go through these things in life to strengthen our souls. kind of sucks, I know. (laughs) But um, you know, I, I had my awakening and with this awareness that I have, I went through a cycle in this previous year and I was completely aware of it. <laughs> it was really interesting, you know, to sit with that dark night of the soul within myself i felt the vulnerability in my body i felt it i welcomed certain energies that i knew weren't good for me i knew it previously you know in these in the same cycle in previous years i hadn't i didn't have that awareness when i was welcoming you know these energies i didn't know what I was doing but this past time I knew and I was doing it anyway because it's just what I had always done but this time it was different I was learning how to gain, regain my strength if you will so a lot of the time in these cycles and it's going to be different for everybody I I could describe mine but it's going to be different for every single person what our cycles are could be with family members it could be with personal relationships it could be with work it could be with your self-worth and how you talk to yourself it could be anything okay but when we're in the middle, when we're in the heightened moments of our cycles. I should say the lowest points of our cycles. (laughs) You typically hear the phrase, this is just the way I am. Because you've been living like that for so long. You do great and you feel like you know, this is it, life is fine, and then like something happens and the cycle comes back around and you handle life the same way you previously did and you just fall and you think, this is just the way I am, this is just the way my life is gonna be because this is the way I am. Well, it's actually just a really deep and long cycle. It won't be that way forever. Because one day, through one of these cycles, you're going to have this awareness of the same actions you've been doing during the same lows, and you're just going to know that you're not supposed to be doing that anymore. It comes in waves. Cycles, emotions, (laughs) right? How many times in a day or in a week are you like angry or upset or frustrated? Every day I'm frustrated (laughs) with something. Being a mom, you get frustrated easily sometimes. Some days more than others. But. But it comes in waves. It's interesting the way timelines work, because for me, it actually was the same point in time that I was feeling low in the previous year. And that was the first time I had ever noticed it. So I hope that for some people, by explaining this, it'll help you maybe identify, you know, if there is a, a pattern and even timelines. I found that fascinating. <laughs> the thing here is you can sit with the pain and feed into it by just sitting Or you can take action in the pain while you're in the pain. It's possible. It's hard. It's not easy, but it's possible. So when it comes to ending the cycle for me, I find it fascinating because I have a very small circle of soul family, I call it. And it was when I had started to experience this cycle again, I could feel it coming on. I knew it was coming on and acknowledged it, you know, I, I let it be there. But I was kind of fighting it, you know, I was trying. And then we lost somebody in my soul family. And his name is Luis. He is my best friend's boyfriend. I didn't know this about him when he was with us, but that man would write. (laughs) That man would write so much. And it wasn't until after he was gone that I was sitting with my best friend one morning and she showed them to me. And I'm honored that I got to look through those with her and seeing the rawness, the ability that he had to physically acknowledge pain on paper, like he made it real by putting it on the paper. It inspired me. Luis inspired me. Someone who is no longer here with us, inspired me to do something different during one of my cycles, during one of my lows. And I've written before, you know, I've written here and there and I've even scribbled, you know, on really bad days, but I never read through them. I never saved them. I guess that was kind of me avoiding. (laughs) But I found it interesting that I was already experiencing entering that karmic cycle, that low for myself, and something very traumatic happened to my best friend, the same time, it's as if there was synchronicity and energy there, a deeper connection was formed by that. And in the dark night of the soul, in that pain, in that darkness, there is light and there is beauty because Luis left behind a tool. He left his light behind for the people who loved him. And I had to just honor that for a second because, because that's how life works. When you're going through a low, you're not going through it alone. You're going through it as a collective. It's why it's important to find your people, to find your soul family. When you have that tight-knit circle, energy does synchronize for the better in the long run. And in turn, you're able to kind of give light to that mirror of yourself you can return something to another person who is just a different version of you and you'd be amazed what people do for you even when they're hurting that's soulmate energy (laughs) you don't have to be romantically in love to be somebody's soulmate So around the time Luis had passed, he had seen a synchronicity number and it was five, five, five. What does five, five, five mean? Big changes coming. Imminent change all around you, all around you. Change. Now, nobody likes change. Change is uncomfortable, correct? Change all around you. It's as if his angels were giving him the message and, you know, one can never expect to know what's going to happen. So even he didn't know exactly what was going to happen. But he was excited and he was hopeful and he trusted in something higher than him in his last days. And something big did change. Not just for Luis, but it changed for his family, for his friends, Friends, friends. It's a domino effect. So I like to identify the synchronous knee number 555 as a possible entrance or an identification of you being in a cycle. Okay? I don't want you to identify 555 with death because that's not why Louis saw 555. It was for everybody else here around him and energetically connected to him that big changes were coming, that kind of being the start of the domino effect. And I know that another Synchronicity number is in fact very much so an identification of completing a cycle. Nine, nine, nine. It's the last single number before 10. It's the last one. So it symbolizes completion of a cycle. So if you see the number nine, nine, nine and you're going through something, It could be small, it could be one of those cycles where like you're just sad and you don't understand why because this is just the way I am. But if you see 999, let that give you hope that you're about to complete a cycle. Let that drive you to make the changes that you need to to make the adjustments, to regain your strength. Yeah, you're going to build some new strength, but honey, you've got strength in you already. It's there. You're just riding the waves right now. So during karmic cycles, as far as when it comes to um, interactions with others, whether it be um, romantic relationship, family, even friends, it's very important to acknowledge the behavior of the relationships during these cycles so that you can complete your cycle and make those changes that you need to, to end certain things for yourself and able to elevate. So some relationships can look like codependency, otherwise known as basically caretaking for others. Um, it could be based off of childhood traumas and childhood experiences. See those things that goes back to the genetic coding of our repetition and coping and dealing with things. And we start to carry them in other relationships. And it's when you're in a vulnerable state, when that low vibrational energy can kind of match with yours. If you are not... um, basically protecting yourself. And I don't want to say that like, you know, family is bad, family members are bad. Nobody is bad here and nobody is wrong here. It's just that we are all going through different cycles at a time, all of us, all the time. As long as the seconds are going, we are all experiencing different cycles with ourselves, with others. Some are long again, some are real short. But as long as we are taking action within that pain and not just sitting with it, then it's going to get easier with time. And before you know it, what once took you forever to get through is going to be so simple. You're just gonna know, this isn't for me. I don't need to do this anymore. I'm gonna protect my energy here. I love you, but I can't be here for you the way that you need. Boundaries, boundaries. And yeah, just knowing your self-worth, I guess, like in the workplace and such, if you're feeling taken advantage of as such, that could be a cycle for you. Like, what are you dealing with at work? What are you dealing with at home that doesn't align with your highest self, doesn't support that? And it's not that whoever's ensuing this, it's not that they are wrong or bad. They're going through their own cycle. We're not always meant to be synchronized with people that we really want to be synchronized with, (laughs) or workplaces that we really want to be synchronized with that we want to be supported and elevated. It's just not that way. Life's not that easy. If it was, how boring would that be? Pretty darn boring. So if it's hard to shift your energy or like make, you know, different changes for like your life style around certain people and such, change your perspective. That's all you have to do. If it's hard, shift your perspective. It's just a karmic cycle. Not one is wrong here. Acknowledge the other person for their cycle. And also, and most importantly, acknowledge yourself. Why do these life cycles happen to us? These karmic cycles. Why do they happen to us? Well, life is strengthening the soul. It's making you stronger. So that you don't have to repeat the same fate and future existences. How boring is that? I don't want to be stuck watching the same movie forever. Do you? (laughs) No, thank you. Shift it. Listen to the signs. It's harder to do that in dark moments, I think. But if you want it, Ask for it, and you shall receive it. That's so real. (laughs) I knew I was in my cycle, and I decided to go to a thrift store next door to where I work, and I just had the time real quick before I had to pick up my kids from school, and I looked in the book section and I happened to find some books that were just calling me. They just were. And I can't help but feel like they were donated by the same person too. (laughs) But one of these specifically had so much writing in it love that (laughs) i felt as if like i was following into you know the same journey of this person maybe this was a future version of myself passing it down to to me this little baby seed of who i am (laughs) it's an al-anon book For those of you who don't know what Al-Anon is, I didn't know what Al-Anon was, to be honest. But um, it's basically a program meant for people who have been affected by alcoholism. Not just in the family, but just in life. And that definitely resonated with me. And I was like, what? I would find this. I had just talked to one of my friends about al too. Like, she brought it up to me, and I was like, what is Al-Anon? And And then I found this book, and I was like, wow, in- interesting. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. So I open up the page, and the first thing I see, before I saw, like, the post-its and all this writing inside, first thing I see is... Pain is inevitable. But suffering is a choice. And I had to buy the book. (laughs) It's I felt it in my heart, you know? I felt it in my heart because nobody else knew at this time, you know, that I was like fighting this. I don't think anyone else knew. Maybe a few people who know me on a very deep level (laughs) could sense it, but I don't think anybody knew yet at this time. And I just felt so seen, you know, by a book. Some previous writings. Haven't started it yet because Um, it actually starts in the new year which is tomorrow (laughs) that's when I'm going to start it we have to make the choice to try and move through the pain differently than how we used to Find that inspiration. Sometimes it sits in the darker corners of our moments in life, but find beauty, find beauty in those corners. Like how I found inspiration through Louise's journals. Just seeing the consistency of it made me want to do that for myself. So I was out Christmas shopping (laughs) and I found this beautiful illustration for this journal. And of course it says, fall in love with healing yourself. sis (laughs) i call like all my girlfriends sis (laughs) and i just like thought like this is for me there was not a single other one otherwise all my girlfriends would have gotten one too but this is for me because i needed that that's what i needed at the time and it just happened to be right there for me So I got it and I've been reading this book and there happens to be activities in it to write in. So I've been writing and I've been finding out so much writing and sitting in my chrysalis proactively. Not just laying in bed, but Acknowledging, you know, acknowledging the sadness and diving into why and kind of giving myself the freedom to just feel I'm healing and I can definitely say that I am ending a cycle for myself. I've done things for myself the past few months that I really needed from myself. I've done them for the first time ever. And sometimes that looks like letting people down, which has always been a downfall for me. I never want to let other people down, but I did it and I'm doing it. And that's exciting. so I hope that I can encourage and inspire you to do that for yourself. Anything, whether you have to move out, whether you have to stop showing up for that family member who expects more than what you can comfortably give. I'm just throwing out scenarios here. so you can find that job that's gonna appreciate you, give you the pay you deserve, give you that position that you're capable of. Break that cycle first, do it. Don't don't jump on that hamster wheel. And if you do, I hope it's not as long as the last time. Let's learn our lessons in 2022. To identify the cycles. The core of everything that affects us, so that when it does cycle back around, it'll be so much easier to move past. Because the truth is here, I know I'm saying, you know, how can we end a cycle, but the truth is, as long as life is going, it's probably going to cycle back around, but in hopes that you'll be able to get through it a lot simpler, a lot easier. So that your decided fate and your future existence is different than what it used to be. Read more, learn more, change for yourself when you're ready because we cannot change others because they're going through their own cycles. We can only change ourselves. Let go of the like roles. There's so much expectation behind roles of people someone that you look up to that's older than you can still be challenged in the same way that they were 10 years ago in the cycle of 20, 30, 40 years. I feel like that's something that is unfortunately a lot more common in our older generations because these things weren't spoken about in those times. I feel like like mental health and psychological like well being and spirituality most definitely wasn't acknowledged, talked about in their time, in their prime years. So it becomes one of those situations where You can bring a horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. It's the same thing. And it's not just with older people. We cannot project our own lessons learned onto others. They have to experience it for themselves in their own unique way. So don't fall into the caretaking role when you're experiencing one of these cycles. Don't become codependent. Don't get angry at others. Anger is a secondary emotion. Anger is a mask for an underlying emotion most of the time i think it's sadness i guess i can be in jealousy envy anger yeah just a hurt feeling sadness really is what comes to the top of my head Just remember that if it's hard, shift your perspective. It's just a karmic cycle. You are not wrong for your feelings. The others around you are not wrong for theirs. But how are you going to take care of yourself because nobody else is gonna take care of you the way that you need until you do that first. And that's truly how you end a karmic cycle. So go as far back as you need to. I find myself enjoying the eyes of my children, as in experiencing life through their eyes. It makes me happy because in a child's eyes, they haven't experienced the weight of the world yet. So it just gives me such a light feeling to see pure joy when I need that for myself. Smiles are contagious. So is laughter and unconditional love. That's a big reason why I'm so grateful to be a mother. Can definitely say that they've been one of the biggest inspirations to get through my cycles. Because they're always watching. So in a very selfless form, I'm always thinking, I don't want them to deal with the things that I deal with. So, how can I be a better example? Well, for me, it looks like boundaries. (laughs) Big boundaries. And. Maybe a little selfishness. I have a ginormous heart, so that definitely falls into the caretaking and the codependency and just being the fixer. That's definitely a a karmic cycle for me is prioritizing self. And that's probably why I was given my children. (laughs) They're just like little tools here to help me on my journey too because I know that I want the best for them. So I need to be the best for myself. (laughs) And if you don't have kids, even if you do have kids, you were a kid once. So think back to when you were a kid What did you need? What did you need from your parental roles that maybe you didn't receive? Not at the fault of our parents or guardians. We can't think like that. Not anymore. Not if we want to break a cycle. But what did you need from them? write it down. (laughs) Please, I'm telling you. It's amazing what like tangibly forming emotions can do for you. Because we feel so much, but to really make it physical, it does something. It teaches you, it helps you expand. It helps you identify the core issues and you know what needs to be adjusted to realign with yourself. So end those cycles and accept the change. Just keep going. Put your foot down. Be a bitch for once in your life if you have to. (laughs) For once in your life. (laughs) Be an asshole if you have to. Defend yourself. If nobody did that for you when you were a kid, do that for yourself now. That's how you're going to end a cycle. For some of us, maybe we defend it a little too much. Maybe we have to soften. It's going to be different for everybody, I'm telling you. Basically, think in opposition, I guess, of what you traditionally do. What is the opposite of that? And they say it takes 21 days to break a habit. So be consistent with those choices, those adjustments, those changes that are going to help you end that cycle and elevate, be consistent for at least 21 days, okay? Chill out in your little chrysalis if you have to. Find your safe place. I hope everybody knows what a chrysalis is, by the way. (laughs) It's like the cocoon of the caterpillar when you know they're evolving into a butterfly. and I love to use the butterfly as in like an analogy for spiritual awakenings because they're literally transforming species like from caterpillar to butterfly. It's beautiful, but the chrysalis also is a part of them. That's the difference between a cocoon and a chrysalis. The exterior walls built to protect itself so that it can evolve is literally part of the evolved butterfly. That force field is a part of those wings. Okay. Think about that metaphorically. Your protective force field will become a part of you once you are evolved and transformed into your big spiritual beautiful butterfly because you're going to keep that protection that force filled with you as you go on as you continue past this cycle that's why i love butterflies <laughs> that's why i love the idea of a chrysalis like ugh. inspiring. inspiration's all around you, you just gotta look. and with the sea turtle, patience again. be patient with yourself, especially during those deep long cycles. it's not meant to be easy the first time around, having the awareness of the cycles. we can have a million cycles, but once you're aware of it, that's the first It's like the first one, first opportunity to overcome it on a conscious level. So free yourself, free the mind, let go of that mental game, trying to figure it all out, just let it go. I got really into the word nobody. Now, how do we define the word nobody? Like, I feel like society will attach the term nobody to like unimportance, like, oh, that's nobody. But being nobody is of so much importance because When we're in the cycle, it allows us the opportunity to let go of everything we hold in the body. No body, we are just spirit. When I meditate, I visualize myself not being in a body. I am no body. And I'm able to see myself from a bird's view And I go back to that in certain moments of the day when I'm feeling sad, or even when I find things. I'm like, what's what's supporting me? What's making me feel low? What am I doing? What am I allowing around me that's supporting that low vibration? Because that needs to change. Seeing yourself from a bird's eye in nobody. helped me identify and again I'll say it again if there's anybody, any people around you that you need to put up walls with, boundaries release do not ensue any wrongdoing they are not wrong And you are not wrong, you're just going through different cycles. Respect each other. And love each other enough to give the space needed, walk away when you need to. Love does exist from a distance. definitely know that on a soul level now. So what kind of things will you do to end your cycles? Who's going to inspire you? What's going to inspire you? Write it down. (laughs) Write it down. Date it. Save it. And look back at it in six months, one year. And appreciate yourself for all the growth you did. I can't wait to do that for myself. (laughs) So to end this, I will give you a mantra that definitely helped me in regaining my strength back and regaining my higher level of self. Okay. I release any energies that do not support my higher self and I ask for all of the energy that I deserve to be returned to me. Speak it, write it down, think about it. Be that mantra. Thank you for being with me today. If you felt this in your heart and your soul and your center, then please subscribe for more soulful messages and most importantly, Be somebody's angel today and share this episode. Until next time, Angelians, peace and love.